welcome to Gamers on the Go, a podcast dedicated solely to those games that you can take with you. Today's show is on Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. I, I think that's the full name. And uh, my guest today is series regular Matt Jaguar. Hi, Matt. Hey. What's up? Oh, nothing much. Playing some Smash Brothers. Um, I, I do want to say before we start, uh, there's been a lot of bullshit happening um, on on video game stuff uh, for the past few months. Uh, I don't think I've really put out a show um, during that time, but I just kind of, you know, with all this Gamergate bullshit going on, uh, it, it's hard to have a podcast that has gamers in the title. Um, I, I'm not going to change the name because it's too ingrained at this point, but I, uh, I definitely don't agree with any of those people. Uh, Gamersgate is awful, and that should stop. Nor is it really anything pertinent to anything we're going to talk about. Sure, today. yeah, absolutely. We're we're going to talk about Smash. I just wanted to to throw that out there at the beginning because that's that's been bugging me. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, it's bugging a lot of people, but yes, let's yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's been bugging people a lot worse than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's terrible, and people should speak out about it if they can. Anyway, so now we're going to talk about Smash. Uh, I got Matt here. We played a little bit before the podcast started. Uh, online, I thought the it's online actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the online actually worked really well. Don't you? I did too, and I played Brawl when it first came out. I played a little online with some of my friends uh, back at college, and uh, that was just—it was absolutely atrocious. Like we played like two matches and never played again because it was just the lag was terrible. Yeah. Uh, and this, you know, it's not completely solved. Nor would I ever expect an online game to be absolutely perfect. Sure, but. Uh, the few matches I played with you, and then several matches I played, and just for fun and for glory, they're all been good, fine, really. Like I've had the occasional miss, like uh, can't connect error code, or the occasional freeze or slowdown, but that's kind of be expected. And you know what? For a portable Smash Brothers, uh, I think it's actually absolutely great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, especially since this seems like it's kind of a companion piece, more or less, to the to the Wii U version that's coming out in a month. Yeah, I mean, I would I would get like the Wii U version if I had a Wii U, obviously, mm-hmm. but I don't. So obviously, I'm going to get the 3DS version. But right. usually, I play Smash Brothers like either when friends are over or uh, by myself. And usually, by myself, it's like oh, play against the computer uh, or the CPU or something like that. Now there's just so many more modes. Yeah, the 3DS one just feels like it's something like I would play this by myself if I have to, or like you know at, at conventions or whatever. And then the one for Wii U would be more of something I would play with friends at home uh, on the couch. Yeah, uh, in that kind of setting. That makes total sense. Uh, I, I mean, that's probably what it's going to be for me as well. Uh, I bought a Wii U knowing that Smash Brothers was going to come to it, and uh, and I'll I'll be getting it the first day it comes out. Um, I'll probably get it eventually. Hopefully, uh, I'll save up my pennies at some point and yeah. get a Wii U when they. I wanted to reach that two hundred dollar price point. I know it's going to happen soon. <laughs> I happen soon. I feel like you're probably right. They'll get yeah. there. Um, but I mean, Smash Brothers is always something that I've loved playing with friends, and and it's a game that um, enough people can pick up and play that I can usually find some people to play it with. Yeah. Uh, now that I've moved to St. Louis, I don't have as many of those people around anymore, uh, and it's it's become a lot harder. So. I, lo- I still love Smash Brothers, but now it's something that I kind of have to play alone. Mm. And uh, and I think... But the- even if you, if you had someone that came over, you could show them this game, and it's simple enough yeah. that 
pretty much anyone can play it, and if you go easy on them, you know, they can actually have a fun time, but... For sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it, it's made me really analyze the, the single-player content that's available for the 3DS version, and mm-hmm. and I think there's a decent amount. I've, I've more or less burned through all of it at this point. Uh, it, it has uh, the classic mode, which is a little different from the, the previous games, and we're going to talk about the previous games mm-hmm. uh, in a bit. But uh, it, it has a classic mode where you can go down these different paths. It, it almost feels like kind of Star Fox maps, uh, where you where you can kind of branch off into different uh, areas that way. Yeah, um, you get to choose it on the fly, and yeah. you can choose harder, normal, or easy. Right. Um, and then there's an all-star mode, which has is, is come back from, from previous games, where you just mm-hmm. fight everyone on the roster. In Which is, I, I like is because they do it by years and decades, or, you know, by... You'll fight, uh, the first round you'll fight, like, Pac-Man, uh, and, like, Game & Watch, all the early characters, mm-hmm. and then you go a step up and you go to, like, Mega Man, Mario, and then so on and so forth until you get to, like, the end where you're fighting, like, Lucinda Robin or Shulk or somebody like that. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think that's an interesting way of doing it. It's, it's different than before, because before it was, let's just match the franchise characters, uh, so I, I think this is a, a cool way of doing things, too, mm-hmm. and, and it's a nice change of pace. Uh, ever since Melee, Smash Brothers has been kind of like this, uh, like, emporium of, or like a uh, museum collection of different Nintendo factoids or, and yeah. the subsequent games that are attached to them since Brawl and things like that. Definitely, yeah. The the trophy stuff is, is always amazing in these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm up to about... 450, maybe 500 different trophies right now. I have um, not even looked at how many trophies they have. You I, just collect I, yeah. them as you go. I'm not sure how many there are, but all of them have text. There is so much text in that game of just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting it, it, little some things. Some of it's really, really clever, too. Yeah. I, this one, I think, even more than the previous games, is is more funny and allows itself mm-hmm. to, to kind of be more funny and, uh, where the other ones were were definitely more factual information. Yeah, props to the writing team and the localization team on that. Yeah, and that's all Treehouse. They're they're doing a great job there. And then they have a new mode uh, that I believe is exclusive for the 3DS. The The Wii U version won't have this. It's uh, this Smash Run mode where mm-hmm. you'll go around a map. It's the same map every time. Um, and it's, it's, I guess, the closest thing to kind of the subspace emissary from, from Brawl where all of these enemies from the different franchise games just pop in and you fight them. But you, yeah. you fight them to get these different uh, power-up upgrades that, that go into your different stats of you know how, how strong your arms are or how good your special ability is or um, that your speed and jump and those kind of things. Yeah. And now, it, what was your opinion on the Subspace Emissary uh, Embassy or whatever it was called? I, uh, yeah, I, I liked the Subspace Emissary. I, I thought that... Um, I could see that it had problems. Uh, mm. it, it wasn't so much fun. I think when you make Smash Brothers a platformer instead of a fighting game, it it starts to show its weaknesses. Uh, yeah. But overall, I thought it was cool. I really liked the cutscenes. I, I'm I feel bad that they didn't uh, make any more of those for for these for the 3DS or or the Wii U. I know that. Sakurai, the producer, has talked about how he was just so disappointed to see all those videos immediately go up on YouTube. So what's what's the point of even putting 
all that oh, effort. Yeah, in. that comment. <laughs> so, I totally forgot about that. So yeah, we're not going to see any, and that's real sad because yeah. those I thought were super cool, and it was it was neat to see the Nintendo. It was nice and wacky so. seeing like every all these characters interact together in like this sort of big story, and the way it just all tied together it was kind of hilarious. And I liked the uh, way they were able to bring back or bring bosses in. Like I remember fighting Rayquaza, and uh, and I mean you. Did you fight Ridley before in some, like, event mode? No, I don't oh, think so. no, I don't think so. Ridley's yeah, so, is the first time in uh, yeah, Smash Yeah, in Emissary. So, so those things were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And and that was that was a neat, different experience than you would get from a Smash Brothers game, where before it was only fighting the other guys or then, the, like, the Master Hand. And those mm-hmm. were, that was as different as you got. Um so uh, yeah, I like Smash Run. You you go through you you collect all these things for five minutes, and then you get put into a random type of match, which I think is where I really start to have problems with it because uh, I, I wish it was just a Smash mode after that, or at really? least you could. Make I kind of like the idea that you get to you have to power up your character, and you do that by just beating you know everything that you come across, and then grabbing whatever you can. Uh, in the time limit, and then at the end, you're presented with some, like a challenge. And I don't know, I never really find the challenge, at least by the CPU, is that hard. I usually win like nine times out of ten. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree. But but there are times where uh, I've I did I collected a, a decent amount of speed, but maybe not as much as the other characters. And then you get into that run run to the finish course. And you're going against a Sonic because I always pick random characters. I suppose you can you can actually choose the enemies that you fight, but uh, but yeah, I remember going up against Sonic one time, and just from the line from go, he was he beat me by about half the stage length, and there was just nothing I could do. Yeah, but I mean, also in Smash Run though, it opens up the option. Well, you can do it in every. Uh Every mode, pretty much, you can do... Usually, I think Smash Run is the best example of using customizable characters mm-hmm. and customizable, like, add-ons or changing up the moveset. I think Smash Run's, like, the perfect example of using it and where it's well done. There's definitely a lot of customization at play with this game. Uh, the the previous games, I mean, Brawl gave you the stickers that you could put on characters, I think, to give them mm-hmm. a little boost. I don't even know which modes you could use for that. Uh, but then... Yeah, in this one, you get all sorts of customizations. First of all, there's an entire character that is the me class. Yeah. And you can completely customize that. You can actually bring in your own me, and and they have different clothing options and headgear options. And Did you make your own Shy Guy? Uh, I did not make my own Shy Guy. I, surprise, Chase. I, I do love Shy Guys. I find the Shy Guy mask that they have to be a little small, and it does, I don't feel like it covers the face <laughs> enough. Yeah, it does look like it just covers, like, the top three-quarters of uh, your Mii's head. Yeah. Um, it, it is still cool. It's interesting that they have that stuff in there. Um, but, yeah, you can customize the Mii's, and then um, what you were getting at is that you can actually equip items. Uh, not not items like the Beam Sword or, or other items that you actually play in Smash, but... But stat boosts. Yeah. That affect it, uh, speed, defense, and power. And each each one will... Uh, like, say you put on something that's high defense, it's going to take away from, I think, your speed or something like that. Or speed will take away yeah. from your power, and power will take away from your defense. So you're really juggling uh, early on, what do I want to do? Do I want this character to have, you know, be more of a brawler and have a high defense? Or do I want him to be really fast, but 
uh, also like have a little bit of punch to them. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they have things that like, oh, you're going to have, this will give you incredible speed, but it's going to lower your jump by like 8% or something like that. Right. Or, or the, I've had ones that give you a home run bat at the very beginning of the stage. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that can be really helpful, but then you also take some stat negatives for, for being able to equip that right away. Yeah. Uh, so those are really cool. And and what I think is is really neat is there's more customization from that. So you, you have your your me character that can do all those things, but you can still equip those badges, equipment kind of things to any of the other characters in a roster. And yep. you can also change their moves slightly. There, there are different moves that you can find within the game, and, and you can just change... They aren't they aren't huge changes, but they're slight changes. So, yeah. uh, like for Mario, um, his regular special attack is a fireball that bounces. So you can change it to have a fireball that goes a little faster, uh, but it's a little weaker. Yeah. But, I mean, so it's those kind of small things, but some of them can be relatively different. So, mm-hmm. um, I like what you're saying before, like uh, before we started the show, like you can basically like, everyone was complaining, oh. Wolf isn't in the game when he was in Brawl. Like, how come you have Falco and Fox, which are the same characters, essentially, and no Wolf character? But in the customization uh, phase, you can practically make the same exact character as Wolf yeah. using Fox. Mm-hmm. Or Falco. It's like It really is like a uh, pretty uh, neat little workaround. Uh, but, you know, can't please everybody. <laughs> sure. No, certainly not. Like, uh, Ness was a is a character that I don't use a whole lot. Um, but one of the, when I do use them, one of the moves that I never really use is the, the down B that is the, I think they call it the psi magnet, which actually heals you if you get hit by projectiles. And I, I never use that cause I feel like it's such a situational thing. Uh, now I, I did actually use it when we were playing against each other. Played and I had the hot curry on <laughs> it, my character. And it kind of worked out. I didn't know that yeah, that would work that like that. It backfired on me. So. Um, Still won the match, though. But yeah, you did win the match. <laughs> I, I will give you that. Matt Matt did beat me clean. Two to two one. Two out of three. Um, you won one. Yep. Don't I, sell yourself, I got you. I got you on one of them. Anyway, uh, so you can actually... There are different ones for Ness. Each character has uh, two different... Or three different specials for each direction uh, that they can do. So you get four altogether. Um but like one of one of uh, one of Ness's changes that psi magnet into a move that actually damages enemies, but doesn't uh, doesn't heal you if you get hit with projectiles. So it might be a move that I use more because now I know that it can actually have some offensive capabilities because uh, I just don't seem to use the defensive ones all that much. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Now a quick question: Do you think that this is going to tie into the amiibos uh, when? Uh, all that stuff is finally added and uh, uh, made, you know, usable. That's a really great question. I, I don't know what the amiibos are going to do for this game at the moment. Yeah. I, I mean, I, the only thing I can see right now is that you would put your amiibo figure on there. You transfer your characters. So yeah, you, so uh, your win loss stats and everything. Yeah, your like win loss things. But like, you have this is my link, and my link has the big bomb uh the 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 big bomb ability instead of yeah. the regular bomb ability and he has these pieces of equipment on and now I can transfer I can take that on my amiibo to 
your 3DS or Wii U, and then I can play with my character even though you don't have, you didn't find those moves yet. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that that actually sounds really, really like interesting and something that I would like really check out or Sure. Use. And I think that would really work for kids. I feel like when it gets to a person like me who, who doesn't know anybody in St. Louis mm-hmm. here with a Wii U, uh, I'm not transferring my my characters to anybody, and if I'm finding somebody out on the street with a 3DS, then I can play them with my own 3DS. So that's kind of an edge case for me. Um, so I would hope they have a little bit more functionality, maybe some kind of leveling up system that would get me even better rewards. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, It's all speculation at this point right now. Yeah, and and at this point, I'm totally cool with just some Nintendo themed figures because yeah, I've, they look cool so far. Yeah, they, I think they look great. Uh, they don't have uh, any Earthbound ones. I know I said I don't use Ness a lot, but I really like the idea of Ness. Um, so that'd be really cool if I could get a little Ness guy. Um, I I really wanted the Marth one too, but they don't seem to have that one in stock on Amazon, even though they're they're showing that he's available. I'm sure they'll make more. Yeah. Or they'll, you know, it, Christmas is right around the corner. Yeah, right? you'd, you'd think. Um, but they already have two sets of those coming out. Uh, I think one set's coming out. It might already be out or real close. Uh, and then the second set I thought was supposed to come out either when the Wii U version came out or when, or maybe closer in December. Um, yeah. but, but they have a decent amount of characters from the roster. And and then I'll be real interested to see how those those amiibo guys tie into other games. I know they've announced that Mario Party and Mario Kart are all things that'll use these guys, and, yeah. and how how will they be used is is an interesting question. Hopefully, it'll be something interesting because it is nice that the you know they're Nintendo's opening this up across their like entire property, right? Uh, which unlike you know uh, Skylanders, it's just tied to that one. Uh, the, you know that Skylanders property and Disney is tied to Disney Infinity. Mm-hmm. You can't use it. You know there's aren't there aren't any other games other than the Skylanders games and the Disney Infinity games to use the same figurines. Right. right. It, it gives them a, a point of difference, uh, but we just have to see what they actually do with it. Yeah. Hopefully they don't flood the market uh, before you know it's a hit or something like that. And if it bombs, they didn't. You know they don't have all these plastic toys that do nothing right one of the things that does worry me about the amiibos is that it it sounds like they're not tied to specific characters like the like if i even ha- if i buy a link amiibo it doesn't sound like i necessarily have to put a link character on that like that doesn't mm. mean a link that's just almost like a memory card that looks like link that's um, kind of fine though. i mean like if totally but it doesn't really do give you a reason to buy multiples of them Whereas Skylanders and Disney Infinity, if I want whatever the robot Spyro is, uh, Drobot, if I want Drobot, I have to go out and buy Drobot. And if I want a different character, I have to go out and buy that different character. So there's a, a big reason to buy multiples of them. Yeah. Whereas Amiibo's not necessarily? I, I don't have all the information. I could be off base, but... Yeah. Like uh, I said, this is all just speculation on our part right now. Yeah, so. a little bit at this point. Um, let's take this opportunity to, to step back a little and, and talk about Smash Brothers and kind of the history of it before we 
get into the really fun conversation of why'd you leave out my favorite character and who's gonna possibly come in later because that that'll make for a fun fanboy conversation to have at the end of the podcast yep so uh the first smash came out 1999 for the nintendo 64 uh originally it was uh, so uh there's this guy uh masahiro sakurai and he uh he was working for hal laboratory at the time and Kirby. yeah um and he wanted to make a, a fun fighting game that you could uh play with four people and I forgot what it was originally called in his head. It was something like Dragon Fighting Colon Something Something. Um, but I guess he he saw that the market was uh, wasn't too great with fighters at the time, uh, and and thought, well, how can I make this special? How can I make it stick out? And and he decided, you know what? It would be really cool to have Nintendo characters in here. Uh, but he was also fearful that Nintendo would never let their cherished characters, kid-friendly characters, fight it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he kind of made this game in secret, where he, he just built a prototype and made sure it was really balanced, and it, you could control Mario and Donkey Kong and Link, or and, and Samus and Fox, not Link. Um, and so he he brought it to Nintendo with those four characters and... And apparently they loved it because they they signed it on and said, yeah, let's do it. Uh, They gave him a small budget and he he turned out what was Smash Brothers. Now in Japan, it's it's called Great Melee Smash Fighters or something like that. Um, And and originally it was just supposed to be a Japan only game. Uh, They never thought it would come out to the West, but uh apparently it did so well in japan that they thought well let's let's give it a shot we know thank people, god that they did that <laughs> we know people in america at least know who these characters are maybe it would have a chance and yeah it it had a chance all right uh i believe they sold almost three million copies in the u.s and then they sold yeah. another one and a half copy one and a half million copies in japan uh so it did it did fairly well for them we can we can safely say so uh so then obviously we got to make a sequel. Uh we got the GameCube coming out. Uh so one of the first games that comes out for the GameCube is Super Smash Brothers Melee and this one also made by Howl Laboratory. Uh we know that Sakurai, we've been told that Sakurai has had like, had no weekends or or no holidays, short weekends. He was living this destructive lifestyle to try to make a sequel to this really great acclaimed game that everyone loves and, and everyone wants to see their, their favorite character get into the game. And, and, uh, he now got this huge budget. It was the biggest game that he'd ever worked on. And, but he turned out what some say to be the best smash brothers ever. And I, and I think some say, some say it doesn't sound like it's me or you, uh, but some do say that, uh, Sakurai himself says it. He thinks it's the, it's the best playing one of the series' sharpest controls of any of them. Depends um, who you play with. How about that? <laughs> uh, I can I can tend to agree with that. Uh, so yeah, we got Melee in December of 2001 uh, for the GameCube, and I remember loving that game when it came out. Uh, I, I loved the... Uh, specifically, I loved the event mode. There were 50 event challenges. 
Yeah, that, they were tough, too. Yeah, there were some really rough ones. I, I think one that gave me a lot of trouble was fighting Fox and Falco at the same time. Yeah, that was a tough one. Because they were just, they were nuts, and, and you and were... They were both against you, and, man. <sighs> yeah, they hit hard. And they were Giga fast. Bowser was also, the last one was exceptionally hard. <laughs> Uh, but but those were kind of cool. Like there was there was one. Uh, they just had nice little themes for each of them. So yeah. so fighting Fox and Falco at the same time, or or having Mario fight Giga Bowser to save Princess Peach, or one where you had to fight against all the girls and they called it girl power. And they mm-hmm. like though I remember Samus and Peach and Zelda being hard as hell to beat. Yep. Um, it was definitely melee was definitely where uh, Smash Bros got some of its like. Uh, quirky kind of humor and style. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Definitely like playing upon. Oh, this is what Nintendo is, and ha ha ha. Like, yeah, you know, like you said, the events are all themed in a certain way. Um, and not to mention, it was the start of getting trophies and things like that, and learning about kind of like this big history of Nintendo because it was all on melee Nintendo characters uh, going all the way back to Game and Watch, which was uh, really interesting. Or Characters like Marth and Roy that were in a series that weren't in America at the time. Yeah, I, nobody knew who these guys were. And, and because Marth and Roy were in they weren't even supposed to be in the game, mm-hmm. uh, at least same for American with, audiences. Same, same with the first Smash Brothers. Like, I knew who Captain Falcon was just from F-Zero, but Ness, like, I never played Earthbound or knew what it was. Even though I was a huge Nintendo fan, it was just one of those games that was just so like obscure and just like if you weren't in the know you just missed it completely in the super nintendo era same here yeah Um, i mean let's go back i I skipped right past it but yeah let's (laughs) go back to the original smash brothers i remember i rented that game from a a, like a blockbuster and was playing it and uh unlocking those characters and and i'd played f-zero but not a ton so I didn't know who captain falcon was and then i certainly didn't know who ness was i just thought like ness was some I got that it it was like NES and okay that's Nintendo and haha this is just like some character that represents like a person like the kid who loves playing Nintendo games and and I had no idea and it wasn't until a lot later that I learned what Earthbound was and then kind of yeah. fell in love with the idea of Earthbound. Um, but yeah, I that, really that, need to go and play that game. Yeah, I I have I have so many different copies of it now um, legally Wii and illegally. Of- um, I, I do have a Wii U copy. I haven't started it yet. I've tried starting it in other other copies that I have, and and just haven't gotten that far. I mean, I've definitely played like you know first hour or two of it, and it's very it's a very different. It's unique in uh, its setting and uh, its approach to JRPGs. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. It's just you know JRPGs are such a time sink. I need like you know, maybe when I get a Wii U and I can play it like in my bed or something like right. that at night on the gamepad. Yeah, you know, or they would finally release Super Nintendo games on the 3DS or something. <laughs> that would be really nice. It'd be nice Nintendo, you know, but whatever. <laughs> well, uh, I know. I've never had a problem with, with it being a JRPG. I, I actually really like that. I just, the, my problem's been the combat. Uh, mm. that well, I, neither have I. It's just, you know, it's time is uh, sort of an issue nowadays, but yeah. although I do have tons of time now, maybe I should consider <laughs> But more the point of Smash Brothers, yeah, I was... God, like right out of high school or just getting out of eighth grade. And I remember that summer, my friend, we 
all heard about this game coming out. We've seen, you remember the commercial with uh, the turtles so happy together? Absolutely. Uh, that awesome, amazing commercial where it's, and uh, considering like Nintendo has always been this sort of kids oriented uh, company, the thought of like having Mario's Link, Pikachu, etc., fighting, duking mm-hmm. it out is just, it was so like, opposite of what nintendo was even during the n64 era uh it was like well you know maybe it is good like i was kind of hesitant at first but when a friend of mine had rented the game and told me like oh man it's it's so amazing like you you play as uh samus from metroid and she can charge up her her beam and uh use the super power shot and it's like this giant circle that's like and he shows me like you know pictures is like this big on the screen it goes across the screen and like <laughs> devastates everything so like he rented it and then i finally bought it after like renting it a couple of times and it just became that, that staple alongside golden eye perfect dark mario golf mario party uh just one of those absolutely perfect uh multiplayer games for four players for sure i, I remember when i first got it or first rented it at least uh, I I hated it because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to win, uh, and and it took me a while to figure out that oh, it's not a it's not a life bar thing. It's that you're it's the percentage of damage that you take, which still doesn't really make sense since it goes way over a hundred. Um, but this still, idea it still confuses you. <laughs> it, it it doesn't confuse me as much as it just I understand that it doesn't make sense, and I'm okay with it. And I think that's part of why Nintendo is okay with making something like Smash Brothers as opposed to other fighting games at the time it's contemporaries. Like, the only thing that's closest to that is, like, Mortal Kombat 4 or uh, uh, War Gods or something like Mm -hmm. Biofreaks on the N64. And like you said, fighting games, they, they were really big in the 90s, but the late 90s, early 2000s, they were kind of, you know, people played... Virtual Fighter, but it wasn't like as huge, not as it is today. Obviously. Right, like, and and you know, weren't having four people play, and it's just that the idea of having four people play against each other at the same time, and then you have this at the time really crazy style of of scoring of having characters be knocked out of the stage instead of having any life bars and and just how they took damage. Uh, it was. It was really different, and it turned out to be really fun, in my opinion. Yeah, and more to the fact, it used the analog stick instead of the D-pad, which, for most fighting games, is, like, ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are you thinking? But, like, now it's like, I can't imagine playing Smash Brothers with a D-pad. Like, if you play Brawl with just the uh, Wii Remote and not, like, held on side like an NES controller, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not the same. It's really... Uh, it doesn't have that same flow or, you know, stick when you do a smash move or anything like that. So uh, I don't know how it would feel like on the 3DS uh, control pad, but I really haven't had any problems with, like, the circle pad, uh, as many people have claimed they have. So Yeah, I, I think the circle pad's fine. That That is one of my big complaints about the 3DS version is that I wish I had the option to switch it there. They mm. <laughs> You can go in the options... Because they didn't have this in the demo, because you couldn't even get to the the options in the demo. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, okay, well, maybe they'll have it in the main game. And in the main game, you can go into the options, go into the controls, and you can map every single button except for the movement. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I haven't changed my controls at all, and clearly my skills are okay. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't either, and I, I think the controls are fine the way they are. I, it just, I would have been really nice to be able to use the D-pad instead, because that's, that's what I've been using the most. So when I'm mm-hmm. playing a game like Fire Emblem Awakening, I'm using the D-pad and not the, yeah. and not the analog stick, even though you can use either one. And it's a nice D-pad, especially compared to, like, the N64 controller, which was sure. just this very, very stiff, mushy. Any game that really used it, like Mr. Bakers or something like that, just, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I, the original Smash Brothers was, was interesting. I think another thing that we failed to mention here is it was so different in that it wasn't a combo-driven game. Like, you're playing a Street Fighter, you're playing a Mortal Kombat and and these are games where you're putting in really complicated button presses to get these these different combos or different finishers and there was nothing like that in in Smash Brothers it was all very forward reactive huh it's all like forward left right up down and a button or right. you know depending on your position yeah uh, all, not all to the char- double jumps and triple jumps yeah all the characters had the same uh same move commands the move yeah. lists were different but the but the commands at least were the exact same yeah. and it was it was such a game built on timing and reactions instead of a game of combos and and knowing how to string all these execution moves together uh it, it just presented such a different way of having a fighting game and, yeah. and i i really got attached to it Yep, not only that, like, items and level hazards were things that you didn't really see. You'd see them in some fighting games. I'm trying to remember, like, anything that did that before, but I'm sure there were. Uh, but really, the only thing that came close to that same style that Smash Brothers did was Power Stone, which came out, a couple, like, uh, later that year. Right. Uh, when the Dreamcast launched. And uh, Power Stone, in its own right, is a great game, and it was pretty much is, like, the closest thing to Smash Brothers other than, like, a straight-up clone like uh, Sony's take on it a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember the, the Pokemon Center stage being my my favorite stage in the original Smash Brothers because you'd have oh, yeah. the different Pokemon come out of that room and and they, they'd all be different. They'd do different things, and that was so cool. Uh, anyway... Uh, so then, then melee came out, and there was uh, uh, the character list grew pretty pretty large at that point, and uh, and they had a bunch of different stages, and uh, I mean they they brought in characters like the ice climbers, who maybe you had never heard of the ice climbers if you hadn't played that one NES game that came out, and yeah. and then yeah, you talked about Marth and Roy of uh, characters that that we'd never even seen in the West, and and. In fact, Sakurai was considering whether or not to even put them in the version of the West, and then I guess uh, when Nintendo was taking it around to different outlets for previews, people really liked Martha and Ness or Martha and Roy, so they're like, "Yeah, all right, let's let's keep them in there," and and they it's, became popular enough that it warranted bringing the Fire Emblem series over to the West at all. I know. Thank God for that too, because holy crap! I mean, <laughs> it's like. One of my favorite series uh, as Nintendo has ever put out, and like I, when Melee came out, and I, you finally unlock like Martha Roy, and you're just like, wow, who are these characters? Mm-hmm. And you look up online, it's like, oh, Fire Emblem is this strategy RPG that came out on the NES. I'm like, how come I've never played this? Oh, only Japan, of course. Yeah. And just like, man, I would have really liked that game. Not like growing up, but you know, older me that likes uh, strategy games. 
what, in like a fantasy setting, I'm like, man, I would have eaten that up. But, you know, uh, thanks to Melee, we actually get uh, games like that and things like the amazing Fire Emblem Awakening. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for Smash, Fire Emblem Awakening would not be the game it is, and it might not be a game at all. Yeah, it just clearly wouldn't exist. Uh, Fire Emblem owes a lot in the West to Smash Brothers, uh, especially Melee and that stuff. So we had Smash uh, 64 come out in 1999. We had Melee come out two years later in 2001. Uh, Brawl would take a hell of a lot longer. It Mm -hmm. took uh, seven years, and I think that was more or less because Sakurai was exhausted, uh, and and he ended up leaving HAL Laboratory. And then Nintendo, when they were talking about the Wii at an E3... Uh, yeah, back when it was called the Revolution. Right. Yeah, uh, Satoru Iwata said, "Hey, and by the way, there's going to be a new Smash Brothers game on it." Yeah, and I think someone asked, "Like, are you guys making a new Smash Brothers?" For I'm like, "Yeah, we're making that." And Sekiro was <laughs> like, "We're making that." Yeah, everyone was surprised, including yeah. the guy who makes Smash Brothers. But do you remember <laughs> the following E3 when they released that trailer, like right at the end of like their press press conference, and they just put it online? Uh, after showing it, like, uh, I guess, to press only. I seem to kind of remember. Like, it just came out of nowhere. It was like, hey, there's a special secret announcement. And I remember, like, reading um, it up on sites. I'm like, oh, what is this? And then it's like, holy shit, it's <laughs> effing Smash Brothers. And, uh... <laughs> Sorry. Your dog seems to like Smash Brothers as well. Yep. <laughs> well, my sister's dog. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, uh... Yeah, and then like, and then especially at the end of the trailer, when you hear the Kodak signal, that that classic uh, little chirping noise from uh, Metal Gear Solid, and I, I just kind of like, uh, like just, just like flipped my lid. I was just like, "This is effing incredible! It's yeah. going to have Solid Snake," and they did it in the most hilarious way possible too, <laughs> uh, by having a conversation with uh, with Colonel Campbell and mm-hmm. having a Snake hide in a box and then uh, getting like. Like lifting, like jumping out of the cardboard box and everything. It's just great. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And and we didn't learn until much later that uh, Kojima actually talked to Sakurai and asked him if if Snake could be put in the game for Melee. And it's just at the time they were so far into development that they couldn't they couldn't do that. So that's why mm-hmm. he ended up coming into Brawl. Um, also, uh, Lucas from Mother Three. Uh, they were going to switch out Ness with Lucas in in Melee, but I guess they just were kind of running out of time and said, you know what, let's yeah. just let's just keep Ness instead. Um, so that's that's why Lucas would show up in Brawl as well. I kind of uh, wish they didn't announce uh, Sonic ahead of time because I would have just absolutely fucking lost it if I played the Subspace Emissary and played it and got to the part where Sonic shows up. I would have. For sure. I would have just fucking lost them. Like, how the fuck did they do that? I think the reason that they did announce it as early as they did is that there was a poll, a, a Japanese poll of of just those, those Smash Brothers players of, like, who would you like to see in the mm-hmm. game? And overwhelmingly, the the Sonic was the one that came out of that. And Do you remember the uh, EGM April Fool's joke that they had? Uh, I think, like, 2001 or something like that? I don't know if I was reading EGM at that point. I was still, yeah, I was still reading EGM at the time, and I remember there was, like, something in the Tips and Tricks era that just, like, how to unlock Sonic and Tails. <laughs> and they had photoshopped in, quite convincingly, like, Sonic and Tails in the roster and uh, in a screenshot on, like, uh, Kirby's Dreamland course or something like that. And, like, 
at first I believed it. I was like, wow, holy shit, they actually did. And then, of course, when you read the, uh, what, month the issue was, I'm like, well, I yeah. know what their April Fool's joke was this year. <laughs> uh, well, I think one of their better ones. Yeah, Up definitely. there with, uh, 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 what was the Street Fighter character? Is it a Street Fighter character or is it a Mortal Kombat Street, character? Street Fighter character. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, is it uh, Gen, Gen, or... No, no, oh, no. Oh, wait. Or something like that. What was it? I uh, whatever, I can look it up later, but... Goki? Yeah. No, no. Okay, no. whatever. Anyway, um... I'm not going to look it up now. <laughs> anyway, I remember, like, showing that around to friends and then finding out, like, oh, wait, and then remembering what, you know, magazines operate, like, about, like a month or two months ahead of time. Yeah. And then remembering, looking up what the month was on the spot, and like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> So it was really surprised when Brawl came out and they announced Sonic's going to be in it too. I'm like, wow, holy shit, they are really going all out. Yeah, it got it got crazy, and it was it was a great game. It I believe uh, I can speak for the both of us when I say it's our favorite game of the series. Brawl. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of liking Smash for 3DS the most. Right okay. Now. Well, hey, that's I like, I like Brawl a lot, and I played probably as much. I I, I take that back. I think. Melee is my favorite. Uh, as I said, it depends who you play with. Because okay. towards the end, when Melee had been around for like a couple of years, you started getting players that played just exclusively Fox or Falcon, mm-hmm. and on Final Destination with no items. Mm-hmm. And when that became like the thing where it's like, oh, you're just jumping up and down really fast and wearing out my game controller faster than <laughs> I want you to. It it fastly became like I really don't want to play this with you know, everybody all the time. Right. Uh, Brawl, though, you know, like, I do not hate any of the Smash Brothers games. That's that's pretty much... Yeah, I, I would never say that I hate enjoyed, any. really. And Brawl, I really enjoyed Brawl. It was, like, not as fast as Melee, and in pretty much in between Melee and Smash, uh, the original Smash Brothers. Uh, but I did like the pace of Melee a bit more. Um, and... Man, tripping was such a terrible idea. Right. I, I mean, you put in this mechanic that just is is this random chance of your character just slipping and falling. And, I, I mean, I can understand why they wanted to do it as this yeah. idea of, well, it's a party game, it should be random, it's not some fighting game, we've never meant it to be some hardcore fighting game franchise and and it was just kind of a misguided attempt, and and they completely understood that because they ended up taking it out for these new games. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm painting I'm painting melee with a lot of rose tinted glasses too because it was at the time when I was in college, and I would come back from back from class and I'm like, well, what should I do? It's like, oh, I'll just play you know a couple rounds of melee and wait for one of my other friends to come around, and usually. Uh, it's usually the same friend, uh, a friend of mine, Mike, uh, uh, who would just come by and like he. Mike has been on the podcast before. Uh, no, Mike. Okay. Uh, Mike Moss. He's a different Mike. All right. Uh, uh, he would come by and uh, just you know, but I'd have my door open and he'd just give me like the signal of uh, him putting the back of his hand to his other hand. He's like, "Hey," uh, and everyone called me Jiggy or Jiggy Son at the time, but uh, it was like, "Hey, Jiggy Son." Uh, Time for an ass whooping. I'm like, oh, you know, man. So it'd be like our daily kind of thing uh, in college, that sort of thing. And brawl was like at a time when it's like at home, and it'd be more of on occasion I would play. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, 
but, but you know, both games are still really good, despite, like, the tripping and despite, like, the players that uh, exclusively play way too hardcore that I will never be. For sure. I, um, I mean, I think that Brawl holds such a place in my heart is is similar to yours, except mine, I mean, I was in college at the time, but it was when uh, we were starting the my old podcast, World 8 Podcast, with uh, mm-hmm. with those guys, and we were all at Mizzou together. And when we record the podcast, it was, hey, let's do the podcast. And then, hey, well, we're done. Let's drink and play Smash Brothers. And yeah, that's, no, that's just what we do. And, and Brawl was the one that was out. And we, I, I, all of us got to the point where, yeah, we had our favorite characters. You know, Brian might be really good with Mr. Game & Watch. Or AJ would be really good with, with Wario. I ended up being really good with Lucas. And, uh, and we just... I mean, those would be our main characters, but we all had other characters that we'd play, and mm-hmm. it never really got that stale, and, and we just had a great time doing it, uh, at least until Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out, and then that's all we played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was the same kind of thing until, like, uh, World of Warcraft came out. Mm. Uh, our yeah, main that would do it. Were, yep. Our main stains were, like, uh, Smash Bros., Hero, uh, Day of Defeat, and, uh, oh, it was uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy. Yeah, those are good ones. When like one game, like a big game, like World of Warcraft comes out, and everyone else is playing it. Other games tend to get like lost in the shuffle. And for me, like World of Warcraft was never something I really wanted to play. It was something I was always interested in watching my friends play or trying to keep up. But I could never like keep up with them. And I was like, I can't spend fifteen bucks a month on something I'm not going to play. I was all the time. I'd rather play. That's exactly uh, what I said. That's why I've never played World of Warcraft. I know, there are new games coming out, like Resident Evil 4, that I can play and have a good time at, or, you know, uh, so on and so forth. But, yeah, nothing against World of Warcraft. It is an excellent game in its own right. And I, you know, th- that game, to me, is something where I would explore into the world, and that was enough. Like, that, that world that they created was absolutely a joy to, like, look around and, like, see and then interact with the players or, you know, just enjoy exploring. But once I got past that, it's just, that's it. Sure. I mean, in my mind, it's a game like Minecraft that I totally respect and also never want to play because mm-hmm. I know that the second I do, I'll be hooked and I will probably play that game forever. And I there are so many other games out there that I would like to play. And <laughs> I just feel like I have to avoid that and, and yeah. take the hit. There'll be time for games like that later sometimes, yeah, too. Yeah, sure. It's, you know, it's not like Minecraft or World of Warcraft is good. Well, I, I say that now, but World of Warcraft could go away someday. Minecraft Minecraft could be around practically forever, though. Yeah, I imagine so. Uh, so so Brawl uh, came out in 2008. That one, uh, we, we said that Sakurai wasn't working with HAL Laboratory anymore, uh, but Iwata came to him and said, hey, we still want you to be the head guy on this. Uh, so it was kind of an ad hoc development team. There were, were lots of different teams that, that were working on it all together. Um, and one of them was uh, Sakurai's new studio that he was working on, Sora. And and they helped out a little bit. Um, but then Sora really became its own thing, and they, they created uh, Kid Icarus Uprising uh, for, the, play that. for the 3DS. It's, it's okay. I... It's don't, like a it's like a space Harrier kind of game. Though, right? Yeah, I don't feel like I yeah, gave it, it a it good enough was. shot, but uh, I I don't know if I need to go back and play any more of that. Mm. But it was all right. Yeah, I, you know, speaking of Kid Icarus, I will say this: the new Smash for 3DS, and I'm guessing Wii U, just because they're 
partial to each other. Uh, thank God they took out Pitt's ya 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 thing all the <laughs> time. I, thing I just could not stand. I tend to agree, but I also really, I mean, uh, in, a, in the new yeah, one... They this is have. coming from someone in Mario Golf for 64 who spammed the Yoshi taunt buttons all the time. <laughs> uh, I think the only thing that I miss about that move is that it, it hits so many times and you could keep it going more or less forever. And, mm, yeah. and there is a there are some different challenges, uh, achievement kind of things in the in the new 3DS game that have get so many get a so many hit combo in training. And combos in Smash Brothers are a little different than combos in other games, but uh, I haven't figured out how to get past like a twelve hit combo, so I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do for that. I'm, I'm sure I can look up yeah. online and see how some people have gotten these, but just We're the idea of it. YouTube, so you can just look that up nowadays. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but like the first thing I thought is, oh, well, I'll just use Pit and use that one move against a wall, and I'm sure it'll be just fine. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, it's a different move. It's a cool move. It, it uses like the big uppercut move. It's, it's more like like a Captain Falcon or Ganondorf move. Yeah. Um, but it it is pretty cool. Anyway, so uh, yeah, talking about the 3DS one that just came out October of 2014, and then we've said that uh, November of 2014 is when the Wii U version is supposed to drop. Yep. Uh, and as of this recording, uh, the MPDs just came out for the month of September. Uh, and since they counted the first day, the last day of August and the first few days in October, Smash Brothers sold about 700,000 at retail. That's and not too put, bad. <laughs> and the month that, like, it competed against Madden and Destiny came in, like, fourth or something like that. So, and you and I bought it on our 3DSs, like, on the eShop. And I'm sure there are a fair mm-hmm. amount of people that probably did the same just because it's a game we're going to pretty much play forever on our 3DSs. Right. Uh, so I... I said, you know, I'm just going to buy this on my 3DS on the eShop so it can just stay there. And wherever I go, if I want to play three, uh, Smash Bros. with someone, I'm like, I'm at PAX East or a con or something like that, or I'm in a big city and I know there's a bunch of people with 3DSs around. I know someone else will probably have that game. Uh, and it'll be easy to play with them or something like that. Yeah, and, and those are just ones that, I mean, those eShop purchases don't, uh, show up in those NPD numbers, so they could be much, much higher than the seven hundred thousand they're talking about. Exactly. Or someone bought game cards, or they bought the specific download card at retail. I don't know if retail counts those as a sale. Maybe they do. Yeah, I don't know if they can count those as a sale for Smash Brothers. If it's just a general, I, I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but the same thing you can say for Destiny and FIFA and Madden, which came ahead of it. But still, like. Two days worth of sales at seven hundred thousand. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, and that's it, just the U.S. In, in Japan, it's selling like effing hotcakes, just because like handhelds are the new thing. Mm-hmm. And then just uh, imagine what happens when Amiibo stuff comes out, and how much Smash Brothers will drive those sales. And mm-hmm. and yeah, it is a popular franchise that makes them a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I think we're at the point where we can can do our fanboy bitch fests about characters <laughs> if we want to um, i really wish they had snake in this but you know what i you know it's not it's not the end all be all right have brawl to play and and i can totally understand why snake's not in it um he's he's not really a nintendo character um and I, his games have not 
recently really been coming to the Nintendo platform. I mean, they had they had the uh, Snake Twin Eater Snakes. on 3DS and, and, Twin and Twin Snakes, but that was come on, man, that's a GameCube game. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. I mean, but it was the Salt Snake that was, you know, the Salt Snake and the first one, second one are is what uh, the Brawl uh, version is. Right. Uh, that being said, you know what? We have Pac-Man and Mega Man in it, which is just way too effing awesome. Yeah, you get this amazing quartet of Mario, Mega Man, uh, Pac-Man, and uh, Sonic. It's yeah, like these... and you just play all four against each other, and it's just like, this is like, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, I never would have thought I would see something where I could take Mario versus, uh, let alone other Nintendo characters, let alone playing against Sonic, let alone playing against Mega Man and Pac-Man in the same game. You can really like, settle those schoolyard debates of who's better. <laughs> I know, it's like, wow, And the answer is, well, it depends on who's playing them. <laughs> Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, there, there were lots of, a lot of new characters, um, a lot of, um, there were some characters that were taken out or changed because of the 3DS hardware. So, uh, 3DS, not as powerful of a system as the Wii, um, and, and you just can't push some of the graphic stuff they did or some of the, uh, characters on screen things they were able to do there. So yeah. these dual characters like, uh, like the Ice Climbers, they they ended up having to be cut because you just couldn't fit that many characters on screen at once for the 3ds. Or something um, like that. I'm sure, like with trophy assists and things like that, just got way, way sure. out of control and compromised the frame rate and things like that or processing. And they're like, well, we just we can't have an AI character taking up processing power. Right, and we'll and also that you've got, um, I mean, in in melee and and even kind of in brawl. Ice climbers were pretty, were able to be used pretty brokenly. Uh, I remember them being used big in tournaments for that kind of stuff because you can just mm-hmm. get these double hits on. And, and yeah. you know, maybe they just weighed it and went, you know, here's a reason to take them out, and here's another reason to take them out. Why don't we just take them out? Yeah. And uh, the other characters that you could swap, like uh, Sheik and uh, Zelda or Samus and Zerosu Samus, I kind of like having it down. Uh, down the maneuver sure. for those characters now too. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? If swapping characters on the go was cool, but eh, you know, maybe the next Smash Brothers will iterate that in whatever form the next Nintendo console is. Right. I mean, I feel like they legitimized those characters more. I, I don't feel Samus ever really had a problem, but I I wouldn't use Zelda all that much. I'd use Sheik. Sheik was cool, but I I just really wouldn't use the Zelda See, form very much. Well, Zelda was great when you had like a melee weapon. She was like mm. one of the best melee. Uh, like she had like it was a certain kind of uh, natural flow to it where you could get a lot of easy combos. And usually, I'd find throw your opponent off guard with those, but. They changed that in this one. It's very mm-hmm. different. And then I found Pokemon Trainer to be just generally pretty bad because I, I don't feel like any of those three characters, Squirtle, Ivysaur, Charizard, were that good. And, yeah, it was and just it more was, of a novelty. Yeah, it was, and they each had their different strengths, 
and they kind of just balanced out, and they ended up kind of being a mediocre character overall. So I'm really glad that they would just go to something like Charizard and, and really flesh Greninja. him out to make him to make him good. Or Greninja, yeah. They would have just, yeah, molded those two together if they went the original way or something like that. But yeah. I, I kind of wish they had Squirtle so I could have Squirtle with the Squirtle <laughs> Squad glasses. That, that would be great. pretty badass. That would be great. Maybe they'll come out with an Amiibo figure that has Squirtle with the Squirtle Squad glasses. Please, Nintendo, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, and then, and then I said before I was a Lucas player, hardcore, uh, and mm-hmm. Ness. I, I feel like Ness and Lucas play very differently, but I can see where people would call them clone characters. Uh, and they decided to take out Lucas, and mm. and that hurts now, me. Couldn't you make Lucas in the game though, or is there? Not uh, similar options. Not really. Not that I've found yet. But you can make like Ness play more like Lucas, yeah. like, as far as speed or power, changing those things. Kinda. I haven't. I haven't been able to unlock enough of Ness's other moves to to see. But I feel like that's possible. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked. I mean, my my thing was that I really liked Lucas's smash attacks. So his his big up flare whatever it was like that was amazing and then i thought yeah. his stick was better than lucas or was better than ness's bat and uh and I... oh hell no oh, hell <laughs> i will not accept that and i just oh, i don't no. like I, I don't like ness's yo-yo at all i think oh, those shut the hell up, i i really do not like those moves i don't think they're very effective um so i i'm not a big ness fan in my head. in the terms of the game um, I don't know. Yeah, but they brought some characters back. Like, Dr. Mario skipped a... He was in Melee, they skipped him in Brawl, and then they brought him back for 3DS. Uh, it's it's kind of weird how they've picked, uh, picked and choose these guys. Um, but uh, they've got a ton. They've, they've got 49 characters, I think, is the total right now. Yeah, and, and I still haven't played all of them. Like. Yeah, I've I've touched everybody at least, and and there are some that I like and some that I'm not huge fans of. Uh, I think Duck Hunt Dog, which is one of the craziest inclusions. That is the best inclusion. He's I'll be he's actually a pretty great character. I I think his moves are his moveset that it, is pretty it nice. Brings back the, the the I forget what game that is, but the can shooting game. Yeah, is his uh, regular smash attack, and then the. Uh, Outlaw shooting game. I know they're all part of the same NES game, but, right? Uh, for the Zapper, but uh, and, those and then are he throws the awesome clay pigeons too. Oh, so great! Yep, throws the uh, the shot put discs. Oh, that, that or the, the uh, clay discs. Yeah, that that was just great. And they added in Shulk from Xeno Gears. Is that the game? Xeno, uh, yep. Xeno Saga, Xeno Gears, Xeno Gears. Um, uh, Xenoblade, 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 whatever. They're it's same kind of. All, all of them, Xeno, Xenos. Um, uh, and, I mean, there there are some really good additions he's a cool, to the roster. He's a cool character. Like they change up like a lot of things. Like uh, Rosalina, you have the little uh, uh, little Lumine, Luminos, uh, Luma. uh assist, yeah, yeah, little assist character that can help you. Uh, Shulk can change like his like sort of fighting style on the fly. Yeah, I guess those gives him different stat abilities. They do, yeah. Okay. Ones like, you know, more for, like, the three main ones, speed, uh, speed, speed agility, defense, defense and power, yeah. or fighting, attack. Uh, so, yeah, it does a few things that are different, uh, at least, like, and Mega Man has all these different 
like his down in uh, uh, what is it? His down in A is his slide. He can shoot while running uh, for his regular attack, mm-hmm. but his uh, smash attack is actually shooting the X Buster. Yeah, uh, like he can throw a saw blade with his sma- with a B smash attack and everything, and or do he top doesn't really have. He doesn't really have any melee. I guess a slide, but all of his moves have projectile things on it's them. Something like it's connected to Mega Man two and three or four and stuff. Right. So it's like right. you know, forward jump is using like this flame uh, punch or something. Yeah, like that. I guess he Back does. He does have like, some physical ones. His up smash is the it's something electricity or drilly. Yeah, uh, Spark Man drill. Right, right. Um, Whatever it's from Mega Man two or three. <laughs> so, but you have him, who's much more of a projectile focused character, and then you have Little Mac, who is yeah, has yeah, no projectiles whatsoever, and he is all melee stuff. And and then if you keep beating him up, he can do a KO maneuver with his regular smash, mm-hmm. which is you know adds another dynamic to it that you just got to remember. And yeah, it's 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 Smash Brothers. It's a game that's always meant to keep you on your toes. There, yeah, there is a very good amount of characters and amount of what they do. Uh, there are some weird clones like mario and dr mario are still pretty similar even though they have a few different moves i'm just uh, glad i can do my down and be mario move again and you um, you can do that with luigi you can do that with luigi, but that's <laughs> luigi okay i love luigi too but yeah. I want my motherfucking mario uh but then I want I, my down and be attack as as a fanboy and i understand that i'm speaking as a super fanboy right now <laughs> It really hurts me to not have a character like Lucas, and instead they bring in a Dark Pit character who yeah. I have not really seen any differences from Pit at all. Like, those yeah. guys seem like the exact same character. I think his, like he's more of like Falco in that he's just slightly slower and a little more stronger. Yeah. Uh, and his forward and B attack, I think, is a little different. It is. Uh, uh, they are they are painfully close, and it yes, just it, it hurts. Same with Captain Falcon and Ganondorf, painfully close. Yeah. Uh, Roy, well, no, Roy isn't in this. Roy's um, gone. Lucina and Marth, though, are again very, very close. The same character, yeah. which they kind of are supposed to be, and that's understandable. But in the terms of the game, maybe you just leave Marth out and you bring in Lucina, or, or you just. You, or you them, just like, you just like, make them all uh, skin. Bowser Jr. and you have, you know, Lucina and Martha as the same character and have like, you know, just like Bowser Jr.'s like Iggy or all like some of the other Koopa Troopers. Yeah, and they yeah, they have all the Koopa kids. Which was a nice yeah, which was a nice uh, well, I love all, that. Especially nice. especially after not loving it in Mario Kart eight where they just take up half the half the, the character master. select screen <laughs> and you go, Why are there so many Koopa kids? And now you're like, Well, it's cool that they're all in there, and but they only take up one character slot, and that's nice. Exactly, uh, it was a nice little surprise. Uh, so yeah, there there are lots of cool things, um, but who uh, there there has been talk about DLC. I, I think there's uh, some people have found in in the ROMs that there's kind of a stage selecty question going on that maybe there could be downloadable stages. I hope um, they do add a new uh, Smash One level. That would be nice. Yeah, I, that, I think that would be amazing. That'd be really cool because uh, I think Smash Run, it's gonna get a little boring if you keep doing the same level over and over again. 
Kind of, but it's more of like, it's like a loot run. Like, you're doing it to get some loot, and it's more, it's just fun being, having the random enemies and just the random factors that throw in. Sure. Uh, maybe they'll add more enemies, like an enemy pack or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, but I don't know how... It seems like for this kind of game, they have to let let some sort of backdoor for them to add all these functions, and I don't know how well they implemented that. Yeah. So we'll see down the line. Yeah. And they'll, they'll add Lucas. Uh, God, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, the big thing for Smash Brothers would be to add characters and to add stages. And Nintendo recently has been dipping their toe into DLC. We're getting that with Mario Kart when we're getting when we're getting these new characters. They're adding Link and uh, and Isabel and some other characters to the to that game. And that's oh god, if they had Isabel in the game, oh my god, that'd be too much. <laughs> uh, she is she is in the game, isn't she? Isn't she in the yeah, Animal Crossing so stage? Like as an actual playable character. Well, certainly, but... absolutely. What if they added um, uh, Gino from Super Mario RPG? That is a good one. That is a Man, good callback. I was really back. hoping they would add some, like Malo or mm. or uh, Booster. That like at least some like acknowledgement that Super Mario RPG was a thing <laughs> long ago. Uh, but who knows? There's still more trophies I need to uncover, and I'm for not, sure I'm not one to look up everything online to spoil it for the uh, sake of spoiling. I I. Uh, some point kind of was because i was getting into a very conspiracy theory point of view of trying to think how how could did some you of these think that the demo would unlock pac-man if you got like a billion <laughs> coins or something too? no 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 not necessarily but i was thinking um well i'll tell you this and and some of this stuff isn't necessarily 100 percent fact because uh the wii u version is going to have we've been told is going to have some different assist trophies and and some different it's stages, have different levels. yeah. And, the same roster, and they're yeah the same roster, the same gameplay, but uh, different. A couple things will be different, and they're supposed to be able to link up uh, the 3DS to the Wii U version, so maybe yeah, those stages can be used. Um, I think is something that people kind of talked about. Um, but let me just from my own kind of search um, when I was looking up the trophy list. Of of the new game for 3DS, I was looking for some specific characters, um, and online I couldn't find one for Lucas. And I thought that that I mean that's got to mean he's in there. Um, I have since unlocked a Lucas trophy, uh, so wow. I guess they just hadn't gotten all that updated on the online place that I found. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that he's out. I'm, I'm still holding out hope. <laughs> um, there, there is a Mewtwo trophy, uh, so I know people love their Mewtwo, uh, but who knows? I mean, it, I'd like to see Waluigi in it, but he's still a trophy. Waluigi is an assist trophy. You know who is not an assist trophy? Is Isaac from Golden Sun. Oh, he used to be an assist trophy. He used to be an assist trophy in Super yeah. Smash Bros. Brawl. He's no longer a trophy, <laughs> and I haven't found him as a regular trophy either. Are you still waiting for that uh, Golden Sun RPG? Well, I mean, that would be fantastic. I mean, if we could get another one of those. But I I feel like taking him out as an assist character, especially when he's from a series that has always been on handhelds, Mm -hmm. like, it it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me that they would bring him as an exclusive uh, assist trophy for the Wii U version. Because 
he's not been a home console character. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is again, this is me being super conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> if they did, <laughs> if they did DLC, I think Isaac <laughs> makes total sense. They do have yeah. a lot of sword characters right now, so he he definitely doesn't have to be in there. Uh, but I think that would be awesome. But you can get uh, Golden Sun on the Wii U now, though. You can. You, you can play it on the console. That is that is true. You can play, and I did buy it only to tell Nintendo that they should make more of those games. Um, so, like, I, I wrote down a list of uh, some old characters that were in Smash Brothers Pass and aren't in this one, or, or maybe some other ones that I think would be kind of cool. So we talked about Ice Climbers. Very doubtful on them because of just the system limitations. Uh, doubtful on Waluigi because he's already in Assist Trophy. For now, um, I mean, what if, if the new 3DS comes out and, you know, they make a Smash Brothers for 3DS Plus? Sure. Could you imagine the Smash uh, Ice Climbers being in there with, like, extra processing power? Maybe, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily see why not. Um, and Maybe we talk- they'll flip their shit and say, like, how dare they don't <laughs> charge us? Yeah, uh, we okay. talked about Lucas and Mewtwo. Uh, when we're thinking about other previous characters, we had Pichu and and Bird oh, yeah, and uh, and Roy. And and you're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna see Pichu. The the times of Gold and Silver are past, and and yeah. now we've got Greninja and, and Lucario and those guys. And and he 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 played too much like Pikachu anyway, so you don't need <laughs> him anyway. And Roy, he plays way too much like Marth, and also. At a time when Fire Emblem Awakening's doing so well, why would you bring in an old Fire Emblem character when you can bring in the new Fire Emblem characters that everyone seems to really like? Maybe they should just make an uh, offshoot of Smash Brothers and just have all Fire Emblem characters. I I would buy that game. I know, I'd buy it too. But Wait, it wasn't that, there supposed to be a Fire Emblem Cross uh, Shin Megami Tensei game at some point yeah, too? At some point. I mean, all right. hey, Maybe. hey that, that other InDesign game's coming out soon. Uh, not InDesign, uh... <laughs> Intelligent systems games. Yeah, yeah. So, that's hey, true. The wait for that. Steam I'm, wait, Force, I'm waiting for that. Project Steam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Solid Snake. Uh, probably not going to happen just because he seems to be going back to more of a Sony character. Uh, yeah. you, you're also not going to see Raiden because, hey, he was just in the PlayStation All-Stars game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to come. Uh, we talked about Wolf as, as, I mean, he's already an alt skin for Fox. And the way those moves work, that you can kind of already make a wolf. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Squirtle and Ivysaur. Ivysaur, why would why would those guys come back uh, singly mm. if they've already got Charizard as a single? Uh, I do think there are some interesting ones though, like maybe Birdo. Um, I, I don't. I haven't seen a Birdo trophy yet. That'd and be kind of cool. They've had Birdo in other games of of tennis and golf, and uh, it would be it would be nice to have a semi-clone character of Yoshi. I don't really like the way Yoshi plays. I've never played a Yoshi uh, that much. But okay. if if you change the way it plays a little bit, you have Birdo being able to shoot eggs instead of throwing them. That could be, I don't know, it could be different. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. Uh, one of the things, I, I remember I made a very, <laughs> a very bad article uh, back when we were, back when I was writing for Bitmob at least. About just who would be good in Smash Brothers in the next Smash Brothers, <laughs> and uh, it was it was really just me. I think I remember that one. Yeah, it wasn't super great. Uh, I think it accidentally got picked up by some people who thought I had the list had had like a leaked <laughs> list, so it actually got some pretty good views. Uh, but uh, the one the one it, I 
put on there that I still feel like would be a really great character would be Professor Layton. Uh, mm, mm, or, I mean, I know he was in uh, uh, Phoenix Wright, Cap- Ultimate Marvel yeah, vs. Capcom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But wasn't he in uh, Tetsunuku vs. Capcom as well, too? He was, that's true. Yeah. He, so, so he's, he's been Phoenix in, been in this one. I'd like saying Screaming Objection as my final <laughs> smash. And, like, having a gavel come down or something like that, that would be quite awesome. Yeah, I think having both of those characters would be super cool. Uh, I think Leighton makes a little bit more sense uh, in that he would be a character that has always been on a Nintendo platform and probably will always be on a Nintendo platform uh, exclusively. Uh, And and he's shown some sword fighting skills uh, in, in some of his games. Uh, I, I don't know. I just think that might be cool. I think Professor Layton makes a makes a certain amount of sense. And yeah. then uh, other ones that I would really like to see would be uh, a character from Advance Wars. So we yeah. already have some Fire Emblem characters. I know Advance Wars has kind of moved moved past um, their old cartoony design guys, but I think if you brought back Andy, the guy with the uh, the guy with the two wrenches. The kind of main character in in the the first Advance Wars, or even Max, the the bigger guy with blue hair, or the yeah, he had blue hair. Who's the sniper one? Uh, Sni- grit. 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 Yeah. Cool. I thought grit I thought Grit's cool pretty badass. Uh, yeah, like any of those guys in that kind of old cartoony anime style, uh, I think those guys would be right at home in a Smash Brothers game. What about something like uh, Mr. Driller or? Uh... Sure. Uh, other Namco properties. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Namco, that, the, like, Nintendo Namco, they've been actually doing a lot of things. Like, didn't Namco uh, help develop uh, these two Smash Brothers games? Yeah, the Bandai Namco was definitely involved, uh, which is why we got uh, Pac-Man in there. Uh, you you could technically bring in Tekken characters, but I don't think you're going to see that. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking more something like Mr. Driller or for sure. Or, 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 or I mean, uh, they Dig have Dug they or, have the Dig Dug enemies in there at least in the uh, in the Smash Run mode. So if or, you could do a rebooted bottles. Dig Dug guy, what do you say? The Bubble Bobble characters. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what are their names? Oh wait, that's that's is that that's me or no, that's Temco. That's yeah, that's right, still right. be awesome to see those um, characters. Clonoa. Oh, Klonoa, that would be perfect. He, Holy yeah, shit. he makes the most sense of anyone, I feel. Um, I know, it would make the most sense. But sure. So, yeah, lots of different things. And as far as stages are concerned, I'd love to see him bring back a couple of my old favorite stages. Uh, my favorite one is the, the originally a melee level, and they brought it back in Brawl 2. It's the it's the high, it's a temple uh, in High Rule. It's, it's such a huge level, uh, but I really like it because I feel like you really earn your KOs because uh, mm. you've got you've to knock somebody around the entire time and, and yeah. really got to get them to a high level. Yeah, I love the, the Kirby Dreamland and the balloon fight, the old retro ones, yeah. but I do really miss the old Mushroom Kingdom done like Mario 8-bit style. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in the original Smash Brothers. Yeah, uh, cool. but Man, what else would I have for a level? I don't know. Maybe the Donkey Kong level is, as far as like uh, old school levels, levels go, but mm. Yeah, this is really a very full game, especially for something you can get for forty bucks. It's uh, not no shortage of things to unlock and play. Yeah, it, it's a it is a good deal, and I feel like the uh, the Wii U version is also going to be a good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll I'll get them both, and 
I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it more another day. But uh, I mean, if you have anything else to say, let's let's hear it. But uh, if not, I think we can probably wrap this thing up. Uh, just hope I don't break my circle pad on this. Yeah, place. that's been happening to some people. I'm guessing lately. that's more people who play a certain kind of way, though. That are uh, <laughs> like I have. Bro- I've broken a wave bird playing melee once. Uh, that was a sad day, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, wear and tear is different for everything. For sure. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'd say this is definitely fast becoming my favorite Smash Brothers. Like, a lot of people say, like, oh, the screen's too small. Never Hasn't really bothered me yet. Like, I kind of always lose track of my character, no matter what Smash Brothers I'm playing, mm-hmm. when it's something like four characters going on at once. And, uh, and I'm, I'm playing on an XL, and it's it's I'm, not too bad. I think if you were playing on a regular one, maybe it would be harder to see. I'm playing on a regular one. It's kind of like, yeah, I lose track of my character every so often, but it's not like it's any more or less than playing any other Smash Brothers that I've played in the past. Uh, you know, hand cramps come and go because <laughs> it's just a small system. Yeah. Uh, but with the new 3DS around the corner, I'm, I'm not going to update just for... Uh, Smash Brothers sure. at the moment, unless I break my 3DS for whatever reason. Those new ones do look pretty slick, though. Uh, yeah, do you want to quickly talk about that? Sure, or? yeah, a little bit. Uh, so, Are yeah, they update for uh, something like a better processing power, removable battery, and a, another C stick? Kind, yeah, kind of. Like that, that thing looks like a little nubby thing that I, I don't know how that would play. Well, for uh, something like they just want to use it for camera control, like if it's used just for that i could see that being a better option than using the l and r buttons yeah i I Uh, mean if they if that works like it does on a gamecube controller and can give me insta smash moves i would probably use that yeah i don't know i don't think it does that i'm not Mm. sure Uh, we'll see uh they could always patch it in who knows but those those new systems do look pretty slick i actually really like the the regular new 3ds the they've got a white one that has the uh, Super Famicom face button yep. color styles on it, and that looks really cool. And it does. The, and the new 3DS XL also looks looks just fine. Um, but yeah, those those are some nice looking systems. And maybe when they come out, I'll I'll grab one. Um, speaking of other things that I've I've purchased uh, or I'm going to purchase, uh, I just got or I just bought, and it's on its way. Uh, a PlayStation TV. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Or in Japan, there was the PlayStation Vita TV. Um, I, to, to be honest, I don't know why I bought it. Um, you have a PlayStation 3, right? I have a PlayStation 3, I have a PlayStation 4, and I have a PlayStation Vita. So you have all these systems that can do everything the PlayStation TV can do. Well... And then some. Technically, yes. Um, now, I have two televisions in my apartment. Uh, one of them is near my bed, and then one of them is kind of a main one. Uh, okay, out, so I can see for room. streaming, yes. So if I wanted stream. to stream PS4 games, I technically could. Uh, or PS3 games, too. Oh, or PS3, you're, you're correct. Um, and I think it would be pretty cool to play some Vita games, the ones that are possible. Uh, I think it would be pretty yeah. cool to play Vita games on uh, a big screen television. But a lot of games are already cross-buy or cross-play. You are correct. You are you are not wrong. So you already have um, those things to and, play. And one of the big ones, uh, and this is going to sound silly, one of the big ones is Persona 4 that I would really like to play, which already has come out on a system where you can play it on a full-screen television. Um, but I 
do not own that game for that system, but I yeah. own it for Vita, and I would really like to play it on a big screen. So maybe I will. So do basically, that. this is a chance to go back to the PlayStation Two era and play Persona on a TV. Persona Four on a TV. Something like that. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm sure I'll find some uses for it. It seems like a nice little thing for a hundred bucks. And and maybe it'll have more functionality later. I know they're they're trying to do some PlayStation Now stuff with it. And, and I agree. For hundred bucks, it's a it's a really good price for hundred bucks. I just wish they had figured a way to get everything that's on the Vita to work on it. Yeah, I, I also wish you can control it with a Vita. Uh, that makes no sense. To why me. not play? Why would, you, why would you play something with your Vita when it's right? Your Vita is right in front of you. I get that, but why would I play a Vita game on a big television? Or why wouldn't I be able to play a Vita game on a big television and play it with the controller that it was made for? <sighs> and then you could say you'd have 100% compatibility because you can still use the Vita controls to do everything. I could play a game like Tearaway and still put my fingers through the through the system using the back touch. Yeah, yeah. I don't and know. Just camera and everything. Yeah, and and maybe true. maybe that's something they'll bring out too. Anyway, so I'll I'll play around with that and then and then return and and give people a heads up. Uh, I'll also say that I am uh, participating in my first extra life this year. Oh, you are. Um, I am. I decided to, to give it a shot. Um, I'm gonna. I don't really have a great streaming setup. I will be playing some on my PS4 and I will try streaming when I can there. Uh, but I'm gonna be on Twitter a lot and telling people. Uh, I'll be taking photos and things of what I'm playing or asking people what they want me to play. And uh, I've actually already made my goal. I had a $200 goal and I've already made it. But oh, if, you want to, uh, if you want to contribute to that, uh, you certainly can. I will tweet out that link uh, both on my Twitter and, uh, and on the Gamers on the Go Twitter um, if, if you want to... Uh, add to that uh and and you guys should definitely donate not necessarily to me you can donate to anyone i know evan killam does this every year and does a great job uh, i think he's teamed with alex cronk young uh both uh former bitmob guys and and now are, are both venture beat guys i'm pretty sure or at least evan is uh alex i know does a lot of cerebral pop stuff um i mean you you know alex better than i do you do cerebral pop podcasts um but yeah, people are doing extra life, and and you should definitely give money to them. It's a good cause it's for the kids, uh, and and people are are playing games. Uh, my girlfriend is actually running a marathon this weekend, and I said, "Yeah, I'm kind of doing a marathon too, pretty soon." And then she laughed. <laughs> she laughed me out of the building, which was probably <laughs> probably well deserved. Um, so anyway, like uh, yeah, those are those are just things going on. Um, Matt, any uh, would please plug plug away anything that you want to talk about? Uh, oh man, I uh, recently did a show with my friend Tyler Abstract for his Abstract Japan show. We went to New York City to see X Japan at Madison Square Garden. Did a show on the road uh, on the way there. So and that's that why you were in New York. Crazy. I thought you went to Comic Con, oh, yeah. maybe. No, 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 no. I went for uh, a reunion show for this huge hair metal band that was from like the 90s uh broke up in the late 90s early 2000s and then uh recently is getting you know doing more material and getting back together for more shows so nice so they're big coming back reunion tour shows absolutely amazing first time 
at Madison Square Garden, first time in New York City. It was such a great time, but uh, we recorded a show on the way uh, to my friend's house in Long Island, so you can listen to that. And then I also did a, my own show, CerebralPop.com, Shuffled, shuffled and uh, yeah, it's, what did I do on that? Last one was all songs from my split vinyl collection, so uh, LPs and EPs that have two artists on them, both on each side, I just picked a track from each side and yeah played those so very cool how many episodes of shuffled have you uh have you made uh like 65 66 i made let's see alex probably did about 25 of those i probably did about yeah i think he did about 30 i did about 25 something like that okay and like how about how many songs would you say go per episode oh man it's been so all over the place like when it first started out it was like five or six or seven and uh we have favorite five episodes so that's like a standard five track episode but then recent past i've been doing like time wise i've just been doing one once a month episode that go like an hour long so sometimes i'll have Mm -hmm. you know 13 tracks for 2013 like a best of like that so it's a lot of music yeah i was i was trying to kind of calculate out like how many songs have you featured and and like how many You'd songs have to go did you back pop- and actually count every single one because there's no like set standard or anything like that for every episode. <laughs> oh, man. We play a lot of different stuff. Yeah, uh, and you're and you're still finding good stuff to play. There, but it's usually the latest ones. Have you played any and duplicates? No. That's, that's as far as I know, we haven't played a single duplicate song. Well done. Um, as far as I know, unless it's like a favorite five that comes up and someone wants to have a request and we play it already of course we'll play it again because sure. you know it's their it's their playlist but <laughs> uh yeah i mean not all the episodes are up because of bandwidth space but if you find me on twitter jiggy san g-i-g-g-y-s-a-n uh i can link you or give you the episodes if you want I yeah i'm on my hard drive things like that and same thing for same thing for gamers on the go just bandwidth stuff we can't i can't possibly have every episode up at the same time uh but if you if there's ever a show that you want to do like they're all they're all at least on the tumblr that you can uh can find at least the links to them to know what shows i have done and if you ever want to listen to one of the old ones for some reason because there are some there are some pretty bad ones <laughs> um don't ask for the, don't ask for the tony hawk pro skater 2 for game boy advance <laughs> one that one that one was not good that one was just me and that's why it was not good um but yeah absolutely um well matt i want to thank you for coming on um as always if you want to talk to gamers on the go you can email gamers on the go uh or gotg podcast at gmail.com man i forget some of these it's been a while episode 33 Whew. um or and go to our uh, obviously the page is gamers on the go.com where you can go to the uh, attaches to the tumblr and you can see all the episodes we've done you can request an episode uh, through the asks, or you can do that through the Gmail. Uh, the, the Twitter handle is at GOTG Podcast. And we do have a Facebook, and I think it's Facebook.com slash Gamers on the Go or slash GOTG Podcast. I don't know. I haven't really kept up with the Facebook. Uh, we have gotten a couple fans who've written in uh, on that, and I feel bad that I'm kind of leaving them out because... I don't know, it's just a lot to update every episode I put out. <laughs> and that's just my own laziness. So sorry about that if you're if you're listening and on Facebook. 
Uh, this maybe, is a hobby. Maybe con- yeah, like maybe consider being on Twitter instead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, and I'm I'm also sorry that uh, these episodes have have not been coming out in any sort of regular schedule. Um, it's just. Did you do an episode for Shuffle Night? I did. That one is difficult. Uh, it it ah. did not update through the iTunes. Oh, okay. I have to go and search that one. And I have tried my damnedest to re-up that episode in every different way I can think of, and iTunes still is not pulling that one. I'll have to go and and listen to that one, because I still have to beat Shovel Knight. I'm almost done with it. Yeah, that was actually done with the Shovel Knight developers. Uh, I thought it was a really good episode. It turned out nicely. Uh, and I, it's it's a damn shame that it, it was not able to go onto the uh, onto the iTunes. And I think that's the last one I did. So here's fingers crossed that this episode goes up on the iTunes because if it doesn't, then there's another problem, and and then I really got to figure out something. But uh, so if you're listening to this through iTunes, fantastic. <laughs> but we'll see. And uh, and then you know you can get. You can find all the episodes uh, on GamersOnTheGo.com if you want to just not worry about the iTunes, although it's super handy, and I would love it if that would work all the time. Anyway, this is getting really long. Uh, so yeah, Matt, so much for a quick episode. Yeah, I, I every single time I've said, let's do a quick episode, it always turns into the longest episode ever. Um, hey, we're but, passionate about Smash Brothers. That's true. And and why wouldn't we be? It's a It's a great franchise. The new game is great. Uh, you should go out and get it. Uh, and then you should tweet it at Nintendo of America and say, you should really put Lucas in this game. And, and I'd feel really good if you did that. <laughs> anyway, thank you again, Matt, for coming on. I'm sure I will have you gone again very soon. Um, Always a pleasure. And, yeah, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.